Welcome to the Perimenopause Minis, a collection of special weekly mini episodes that I've made especially for you. Bite-sized chunks of mega valuable information to help you understand exactly how you can make the lifestyle change that's going to help you navigate the perimenopause years in style. Hello there, how are you? And welcome to the first in five mini episodes that are coming your way every Wednesday for the next few weeks. I'm going to be giving you some bite-sized chunks of really, really valuable information. And this week, I'm starting with a question that seems to be on everybody's lips right now. Am I actually perimenopausal? I've also got a special invitation coming up for you as well at the end. So do keep listening to find out more about that as well. But the perimenopause, it's become a real buzzword recently, hasn't it? It always used to be just about the menopause, about being in your late 40s, early 50s, lots of inconvenient, uncomfortable hot flushes. That was kind of as much as we saw of the menopause. But the fact of the matter is that the perimenopause which is the period of time which leads up to your last period, can actually last a lot longer than we think. So on average, women experience four years of symptoms. So that means from around the age of 47 until 51, which is the average age for menopause. Obviously, that differs from person to person, but that's the average. However, we can experience symptoms for up to 10 years. And I actually you know, from working with a lot of women over the last couple of years in this area, I I think that a lot of us are actually noticing changes from our early to mid 40s onwards. Things we don't necessarily associate with being perimenopausal. We just start to think, oh my God, what's going on with me? Why has this thing changed? I don't understand this. Um, And I'm going to go through some of those things in a minute um, that you can be looking out for. But for example, for me, I definitely started to go into the, the sort of perimenopause phase in my early 40s. So what actually happened to me was that my periods got heavier and longer and closer together. So we would, you know, associate perimenopause with actually our our periods getting lighter, further apart, more erratic. But actually often one of the very first things that happens to us is that everything goes into overdrive for a little while. So we are, you know, I I went from a 28-day cycle, a five-day period, to a 25-day cycle, probably a seven or eight-day period. I had some spotting before and after. I felt like I was just on my period for about a third of every month. It was ridiculous. And they were a lot heavier as well, certainly for the first couple of days. So that was, you know, that for me was a sign that things were changing, that my my hormones were not quite what they used to be. And that was me sort of transitioning into that perimenopause phase. And it was also accompanied by a lot of PMT as well. Like I've had a bit of PMT over the years, you know, a bit of tiredness, a bit moody, that kind of thing, but all completely capable with. Whereas I was finding that for three, four, five days before my period, I would feel absolutely awful. Like there'd be a lot of rage. I would be so tired that I'd be having a nap every afternoon. I would just feel completely and utterly fatigued and not able to do anything. Didn't have any focus. I felt overwhelmed, all those kind of things. So that changed a lot for me in my early 40s. Now I'm sort of transitioning into the next phase. Now I'm 45 now, almost 46, but not quite. And the thing that I'm noticing now is that my periods are getting very, very erratic. So I'm starting to skip periods. Uh, Some months I might have a 35-day cycle, others a 45-day cycle, others a 60-day cycle. And actually I'm on day 61 at the moment with no signs of my period coming. So I don't know what's going on with that, but that is the longest I've ever been without a period when I haven't been pregnant. So yeah, it's safe to say I'm well in that perimenopause phase. I've noticed a slight mood shift as well. So 
I used to get that, you know, we, we all get this kind of estrogen bump in the first half of our period, which makes us feel more attractive, uh, more focused, more, we've got better concentration. We feel really good about ourselves. We feel really confident. And I've noticed that that little bump is becoming maybe less obvious <laughs> for me at the moment. And the odd few night sweats here and there as well. Not that many yet, but here and there, I will notice those night sweats happening as well. So definitely for me, things are starting to change. And this, for me, even though I'm coping with it, it's perfectly livable with, it's not a problem. It's saying to me, right, you've got to start paying attention now. You've got to start paying attention. And that's what I want you to be thinking about as I go through this. This isn't just to be ignored or to worry you or to, you know, panic you. This is to say to you, right, if these things are happening, then it's time to make some changes. It's time to look at your lifestyle. It's time to look at, you know, how you're living your life and, and what changes you can make there to help with this. There are basically a whole host of symptoms that we don't necessarily realise are related to our hormones. So mood changes, so anxiety, overwhelm, irritability, rage, just not feeling like ourselves. That is really, really common. Hot flushes and night sweats, obviously we all kind of know about that, don't we? But obviously that ramps up. Weight gain as well in our 40s. Those hormones definitely make weight gain more likely and more difficult to lose as well. But also things like losing, starting to lose muscle as well, which I will go into another time. Obviously, like I say, heavier or lighter periods. So like I say, it's not all just about lighter periods and shorter periods. Sometimes at the start of that transition. It's about those heavier periods as well and, and those shorter cycles. Fatigue and a lack of energy. Now, this one's huge because I did a survey at the back at the start of the year, so several months ago now, with a lot of my existing clients and kind of asked them, you know, what are the key things that you've noticed? What are the key symptoms that you've noticed? Fatigue came out top of the list. <laughs> it had like the biggest number, biggest share of votes was fatigue. And, you know, this is so, so, so common at this time. We just feel like we've not got the energy, we've not got the motivation. And we just feel like, oh my God, like what's happened to me? I just don't, I just don't feel motivated. I don't want to do stuff anymore. So, and, and just feeling fatigue, like everything is just hard work. So that one's huge. Um, low libido doesn't often get talked about, but that is definitely in there. Incontinence. So if you have, you know, never really leaked much before or leaked at all before and you're starting to leak a bit, that can be a sign of those hormonal changes. Sleep issues, which then feeds into the fatigue and lack of energy, obviously. Um, joint aches and pains, headaches, palpitations, also vaginal dryness and irritability. And if you are suffering with that, by the way, then do go see a doctor. Don't suffer in silence because they can give you potentially a topical estrogen or something that might be able to help you with that. So as you can see, lots and lots of things. I'm sure there are other things as well that you might have noticed. And sometimes these things can get misdiagnosed. Sometimes it is assumed that we can't possibly be going through the perimenopause until we're in our late 40s, early 50s. But actually, it's not true. And I think that if you're in your early to mid 40s and you've noticed that things are starting to change, even if it's subtle, then it probably is changing. Like we know ourselves best. And I do strongly believe that we know ourselves best and we know when stuff doesn't feel right and we know when stuff is changing. So if you are starting to notice those subtle changes, you're in your early 40s onwards, likelihood is you are coming into the perimenopause. Doesn't mean you need to worry. It doesn't mean that you have to suddenly rush out and buy HRT, not at all. 
But what it does mean is that we need to listen. We need to get proactive. Okay. We need to get proactive with nutrition, exercise, stress, stress management as well. Those are kind of the three key areas that I work on with my clients because it is quite easy to try and pretend that nothing's changing or to try and to ignore what's going on or just keep your fingers crossed and think, oh, I'll just keep doing the same things until I really need to change. And then it gets to crisis station, doesn't it? But the fact is that we probably have to change like all of us have to change at least some of our habits and the way that we do things. But luckily, there is so much we can do. There is, so, like I say, there's so much we can do with exercise, with nutrition, with self-care. It doesn't mean that we need to rip everything up and start again, but we might need to make some shifts. We might need to do things slightly differently. We might need to start paying just a little bit more attention. And we definitely need to reduce our stress, by the way. <laughs> That's always top of the list for me. And I'm going to be talking about a few of these areas over the next few weeks. But this is also where my very special invitation comes in, because starting on Sunday the 18th, of September, I'm going to be running a brilliant free challenge, especially for all of my perimenopausal women out there. Throughout the five days of the Fatigued to Fabulous Challenge, we're going to be creating your very own formula for building your energy and confidence throughout the perimenopause and beyond. We're going to be covering nutrition, exercise and stress management throughout the week. And you're going to be discovering the key lifestyle shifts that are going to help you to feel amazing from your mid to early 40s onwards. So this is perfect whether you want to get proactive or you're noticing changes related to the perimenopause. And you know, because we all know that burying our heads in the sand is definitely, definitely not the answer to this one. There is so much that we can do for ourselves at this life stage, which not only help us to tackle those annoying symptoms, but actually are going to raise our energy levels, are going to help us to feel like we're more in control, are going to make us feel good for just being proactive, and are going to make sure that we get and feel our very best throughout this transition. So all you're going to need to do is head to the link in the show notes right now and join me and I'll look forward to seeing you in there. Right, if you have any questions about any of this, then you can connect with me through my Instagram, which is at Alex Chickfit. Again, the link is in the show notes for that and just drop me any of your questions. And if you've enjoyed this episode and are ready for more, then just make sure that you subscribe to the podcast for weekly updates too. And please, please, please don't forget to share it with any friends that you think would find this useful as well. But for now, I'm going to wish you an amazing day and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.